1: I'm
2: Seth Peterson. I am DeBadron. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm George Roberts. This is Jocelyn Gilson. Hello, I'm
1: Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up,
3: you guys? This is
2: AJ from the Backstreet.
1: Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin'
4: Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch.
1: John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. (laughs) Hello, America, and
3: welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John
4: Patch.
3: And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast to coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is Dr. Lisa Santonzi from...
4: From Hernando County Animal Services in uh, Brooksville, Florida.
1: And also Dr. Vince Santonzi. From the Hillsborough Community College Veterinary Technology Program in Plant City, Florida.
3: We welcome your phone calls. Pick up the phone and give us a call. You're listening to Talking Pets, and of course, we want to talk with you. The show is produced in-house by our executive producer, Mr. Bob Page. Hello there, sir. What's up, Bobby? How are you? I am lovely. Happy 2014. Yeah, can you believe it? A new year. It's awesome. It's awesome. Hey, when you call in everybody at 877-807-4048, you'll speak with Justin at Genesis Communications Network, and he'll put you on the line with us. That's 877-807-4048. So pick up the phone and give us a call. We have a special guest joining us in this hour of the program. His name is Mr. David Fry. You know him as the voice of Westminster. And don't forget, Westminster is right around the corner. But once again, I'm John Patch.
4: I'm Dr. Lisa Sentonzi.
3: I'm
1: Dr. Vince Santonzi
4: And this
3: is... Talking Pets. This year
0: I'll try to only listen to myself. This year I try not to think too much. This year I'll try to stand up for myself. This year I live like I never lived before. Yeah, this is my year for sure.
3: Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch.
4: I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi.
1: I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. We welcome your calls and questions at 877-807-4048, 877-807-4048. But
3: well, you are listening to Talking Pets. Happy New Year. Happy 2014 from all of us here of Talkin' Pets. So uh, we want to hear from you guys. So pick up the phone and give us a call. Did you guys make any kind of
1: New Year's resolutions, Dr. Vince, Dr. Lisa? My resolution was not to make any more New Year's resolutions. Ah, yeah.
2: oh, that's a good one.
1: <laughs> I kind of like that one, actually. Yeah, I never keep them.
3: Yeah, you think most people do or don't? I don't think so. No? Yeah, I kind of agree.
4: Lisa? I didn't really make a resolution, but I did finally start running again. Did you? Yes. That's good. After two years that's of good. not running. And I feel great.
3: Just as long as you're not running from, no, nope. but running for.
4: Running towards yeah
3: <laughs> that's cool yeah, yeah i understand i like vince's thing on the uh no more resolution what about you? Uh, i i kind of agree with you i mean yeah. you know mine is just try to be happy you know and try to pe- treat people one. the same way that you know they treat me and hopefully that's a good way yeah <laughs> so that's pretty much it you know i mean i don't know the world has gone a little crazy so you know i'm just trying to be happy and trying to live my day and trying not to hurt anybody along the way
1: you know That's all we can ever try to do, right?
3: It's
4: another year and we're all alive.
3: Yes, that's true. The heart's still beating and that's a good thing. (laughs) And getting ready to go to Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show, which is coming up, of course, in February. It's Westminster's 138th show. It's scheduled for Monday and Tuesday, February 10th and 11th in New York City from Madison Square Garden. And we want to welcome onto the program a very dear friend. A very uh, friend I've known for many, 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 many years. And he is the voice of Westminster, Mr. David Fry. Hey, David, how are you? Hey John, I'm great. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Hey, I want to introduce you to Dr. Lisa and Dr. Vince.
4: Hey there, uh, happy new year. To them.
3: Hello,
1: Doctor Lisa and Dr. Vince. Hi, David. And, Hello, and of
4: course, Bob
3: page too. Hi Bobby. Exactly. Hello there, sir. How yeah, if you know guys? Bobby, you'll you'll see Bobby and I, of course, right around the corner. We'll be there at Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. Looking forward to it as always every year. So we'll be covering that.
0: Looking forward to having you with us
3: again. Looking forward to it as well. I know we've got Bobby, where are we at right now with our we're about twenty thousand with our Facebook and yeah, Twitter?
2: Yeah, total between our Facebook and Twitter. But but honestly, everybody should be following David Fry on Facebook because you can watch his beautiful doggies, Grace and Angel, just doing good work all over New York City. And and even more than that. And they're just adorable. it's a Very pleasure nice. to thank you. to watch you, can David. They, I thank appreciate you. It.
3: They're
0: sitting right here listening as much as they can to me. What
4: <laughs> ca- what kind of dogs do you have? Awesome.
0: I have a Cavalier and a Brittany. Okay. Of, of, of the orange and white concession here on the Upper East Side in New York. So.
4: You're a Spaniel we guy. Tell, we,
0: we tell everybody that they're sisters.
2: And they <laughs> clearly are buddies. If you, if you see all the pictures David posts, they, they are total buddy pals. They're family. I
3: thought you were supposed oh, to be ice skating right now. Well, I think we postponed that a day because
0: it's really cold here. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So people know you're actually in New York, right?
0: I think being reasonable has prevailed, but I'm talking really tough now because my wife's out of the apartment, so... You're in New York City? In New York City, on the Upper East Side, the beautiful Upper East Side. We live right in the middle of all the hospitals up here with Sherry, my wife, uh, is the chaplain for the Ronald McDonald House, which is right here in the middle of all the hospitals, as it should be, because of all the kids that come to stay at the house and come for cancer treatments at some of the hospitals around here. So, um... We're we're living it seven days a week, and and uh, God bless her for the great work that she does too. And our dogs, uh, both Grace and Angel, visit at the Ronald McDonald House, and we created an Angel on Leash Therapy Dog program there as well, and uh, Aww, along with a few fantastic. other places around the country. And and uh, the dogs mean a lot to the kids, and I think that's you know anybody who's around a dog knows that you feel better when you interact with a dog, and that's what we do with our therapy dogs, and that's what we do in anything we do with our dogs, whether it's agility that we're doing now at Westminster or our dog shows. So you have a great time.
3: How can people find out a little bit more about your, your foundation there, David?
0: Angel's well they can go to AngelUleash on our website. We have a Facebook page also, but um, I've written a book named Angel on a leash fittingly enough, and uh, talks about some of the things that, that some of my adventures in therapy dog work and and uh with some of the dogs that I've had the great pleasure to be around and take it to the therapy dog situations like some of our Westminster best and show winners like Uno and Rufus and James and some of those other great dogs that have that are much more than show dogs and and you guys have seen it, you've had exposure to those dogs too at, at some of the things that we've done with them and and uh, I'm just really blessed. I've got, in Westminster, I do the National Dog Show on television on Thanksgiving Day, and Mm -hmm. and I'm president of this wonderful charity that does great things for people in need. And I'm just so blessed to have these dogs let me be the guy on the other end of their leash.
3: I know you've become a foundation for us every Thanksgiving, because we always uh, talk about the show coming up with you, and, of course, uh, your counterpart there, your co-host, Mr. John. Oh, really, John.
0: Great. We've done that. We just did our 12th year of the show that started in 2002, and um, uh, it, this year we had 22 million people watch us on Thanksgiving Day, and we had another 3 million watch us and uh, watch the rebroadcast on Saturday night of Thanksgiving Week, uh, so we had 25 million viewers, uh, which is not, which is pretty darn good, and and uh, it's, it's uh, become a nice part of people's Thanksgiving Day, so...
3: Not with Westminster. With Westminster this year. My
0: twenty-fifth year of doing the television for Westminster. So. So,
3: And that's going to be broadcast uh, Monday and Tuesday night live. um, That's February tenth and eleventh, right?
0: That's right. On Monday night, it's on CNBC from eight to eleven Eastern Time, and on Tuesday night, it's on USA Network uh, from eight to eleven on Eastern Time, and also from from uh, five until eight in the Pacific Time Zone. So it'll be live in the Pacific Time Zone as well. That's a first for us to be able to be live on the West Coast the same time that we're live in the East Coast. And and I think that'll change a lot of the things that we're able to
3: do and the people
0: that we're able to interact with during the course of the show.
3: Well, we've got a couple of questions for you, David. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to continue on. And I want to find out a little bit about, this is the first ever Westminster has combined the agility trials, and I want to find out a little bit about that. And um, we're talking with David Fry. If you've got a question for David Fry out there or about Westminster or the Westminster Kennel Club, uh, give us a call at 877-807-4048. That's 877-807-4048. That's a toll-free telephone number. The calls on us. So pick up the phone, dial it, speak with Justin, our producer there at Genesis, who will put you on the line with us if you've got a question for David Fry. But once again, I'm John Patch.
4: I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi.
3: I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. We welcome your calls and questions, 877-807-4048. Happy New Year, everybody. You're listening to Talking Pets, and we look forward to talking with you.
0: And this year, try to stand up straight. And this year, let's live like never
4: Swipe It's a revolutionary new product that literally swipes away cat hair from virtually any. Surface, You know, most of us struggle with a roller or vacuum cleaner to clean up cat hair. But anyone who has tried either of these knows they just don't work very well. But Swipe It's patent-pending glove has a magnetic-like quality that removes cat hair from almost everything. And best of all, Swipe It's is machine washable, so you can use it over and over again. To order, just visit SwipeIt's.com. That's S-W-I-P-E-T. A simple solution for shedding.
2: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com He never tells me that he's sick
0: of this house. He never says, why don't you get off that
1: couch?
0: He don't cost me nothing when he wants to
1: go out. I want you to love me like my dog. And Happy New
3: Year to everybody out there. Happy 2014. Hope you have a great year, of course. Not only with you and your family and your friends, but, of course, your parents. I'm John Patch.
4: I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm
1: Dr. Vince Santonzi.
3: The number to call is 877-807-4048. We're speaking with Mr. David Fry, known as the voice of Westminster, of course, and you'll see him, uh, of course, as he covers the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show every year. You can check it out Monday and Tuesday. Monday night, it'll be broadcast on CNBC, and then on Tuesday night on USA Networks. So check it out there. David Fry, we were talking about, before we went to the break, I wanted to find out because this is the first ever uh, Westminster Agility Trials. What's that all about?
0: Well, we're trying to expand our horizons. We've got this wonderful new facility that we were in last year for the first time, here 92 and 94 during the days, and still at the garden at night for our groups and best in show. But uh, we had this, this great big space sitting empty for a couple of days. and said, what can we do? Well, let's do something new and different for Westminster. Let's do an agility trial. So, We've uh, created the the Masters Agility Championship at Westminster, and we're having that on the Saturday before the dog show. Um, Dogs have to be uh, a certain advanced level to be eligible. We've got 225 dogs in there. We had 650 dogs that wanted to get in, but we only have space for 225. So so we think that'll be great fun for everybody it's going to be broadcast live on fox sports one network uh, the finals on saturday night from seven until nine o'clock so uh the world will get to see agility dogs and what that does for us among other things is not only bring bring to the world the what the akc calls the most exciting event in canine sports and agility but it also gives westminster a chance to bring non-purebred dogs into our family they are eligible for agility competition. And we've got, I think, about 16 or 17 of them entered in the well, show. So so that'll be great fun for all of us.
3: Now, congratulations on that. That's a good move.
0: Well, we're excited about it. I think it's an exciting sport. It's fun to watch. And, and we've got a few dogs that are entered in both agility and uh, and the confirmation show, the Aubrey dog show that's on Monday and Tuesday. Um, what a big difference. So here we are doing our very first ever agility trial. And on the other hand, we're doing our 138th annual consecutively held, uh, Westminster Kennel Club all breed dog show. So, so we're excited about maybe we're, we're extending one streak and starting another one.
3: Well, you know, we're going to be broadcasting live from hotel Penn that Saturday. So I'm hoping somewhere in there, we're going to be able to slide you in. Are you going to be around?
0: Well, let's see if we can we can do that. I'm going to be very involved with the agility part. I'm not doing the television itself because I've had contract issues, but um, because I'm uh, under contract, of course, to NBC to do the, the Westminster telecast. But, uh, but I'm going to be involved with that. That's from 7 until 9 on Saturday night. So maybe we can find a way to dial you guys in or to, to uh, give you a call and let you know what's going on over there.
3: That would be great. That would be great. So um, definitely let us know on that. But speaking of Westminster in itself, there's how many entries um, into, actually, the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show this year?
0: Well, this year it's 2,845, um, which is our largest entry since 1990, which is great. We're excited about that. We've got, um, you know, once again, we've extended it to include dogs that, that are competitive show dogs in the classes that are not necessarily finished champion debt which helps us bring in a bunch of dogs that are that uh, from outside the country we've got a, lot, a large foreign entry because of that I think because they don't have to be champions yet they may be dogs that are competing in foreign countries all year long and then yeah, you know, get just enough competition over here to qualify for Westminster so we're excited about that entry 187 different breeds and varieties. It'll be something for everybody, I'm sure.
3: Now, three I know every three new every breeds. year, that's what I was going to say. What, what are those three new breeds? Because it seems like every year there's a new breed being entered into it or so. But w- what's the new breeds this year?
0: Well, we have three of them. One is in the working group. It's the Chinook, which is a sled dog. A sled pulling dog actually is the state dog of New Hampshire, where it originated. Um, the, the other, another one is the Rat Terrier that uh, it's called a rat terrier not because of the way it looks, but because of what his job was always. And then the third one is the Portuguese Padengo Pequeno, which is a hound uh, from Portugal that uh, is a hunting hound that hunts uh, both by scent and sight, but it's a small dog built close to the ground, and Still very active hunter today, but here's three dogs that we call them new breeds, but they've been around for a few years. They just took them a while to get recognized by the American Kennel Club, and now they are, and, and we've got them, and it's it, uh, always fun for everybody to see the new breeds.
3: There's a new breed name to uh, say three times. See, that would be a word game. Portuguese <laughs> Padingo Pequeno. My, uh, my
0: sister was a high school Spanish teacher, so she gave me some help, but Portuguese Padingo pecano. Padengo is dog, and volcano is small. So, Well, we're,
2: uh,
3: definitely, we're definitely looking forward to seeing what these breeds look like. Are they posted on the uh, Westminster Kennel Club uh, site?
0: They are on the westminsterkennelclub.org is our website. You can see them there. Um, we've got, uh, I think, a total of 32, uh, 32 of the dogs from the new breeds entered. We've got eight Chinooks, uh, Eight Podengo, sorry, four Chinooks, and twenty Rat Terriers. So
3: nice, to you know, for, for the people listening right now across the country, David, on the show here talking pets. What's the top, say, three states with the most entries? Because I'm curious in, in the areas that people are maybe listening to. Maybe you know, people in well, Pennsylvania would be one, thrilled.
0: It, it probably wouldn't surprise people, but number one is New York. But you know, in New York, it's uh, the fourth year in a row that they've had. The largest entry, and in uh, second is California. In California, for about seven or eight years, I think it was, they were the number one uh, number one state in terms of number of entries. So, so, um, so that's great. I mean, we've got entries from all over the country, of course, from every state except one, I think, except Arkansas. I don't know what happened to them, but um, uh, after California comes Pennsylvania. And New Jersey, probably no surprises there. And then Texas.
3: What about so, foreign? What about foreign countries? Or you know, like, do they enter into this as well?
0: Well, they do. But they, and we've got thirteen. We've got entries from from thirteen foreign countries and a hundred and some from from uh, Canada. It leads that, but one hundred and fifteen they have. But you know, a lot of dogs uh, may be foreign owned, may be owned by foreign people, but they've been in this country being shown by handlers. So their entry is made by somebody from this country. So in our computer, the entry doesn't show that they're from foreign countries. But after they get here, we see that and we know that they're from all over the place. Um, you know, it's the greatest dog show in the world and, and people come here. We see that on our website and our, our Facebook page and on our streaming video. People watching our streaming video. We had over a million uh, streaming video uh, feeds last year and it's just amazing the response that we get and the attention that we draw with it, with our dogs.
3: WestminsterKennelClub.org is the website if you want to check it out. David, you got a couple more minutes? I've got one or two more questions for you. We're speaking sure. with David Fry, the voice of Westminster. If you've got a question or a comment, they're welcome at 877-807-4048. But once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Don't forget, you can check us out at TalkinPets.com. That's T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com. And please join us on Facebook and Twitter. I'm John Patch.
4: I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. Pick
3: up the phone. Give us a call. This is Talkin'
1: Pets. <laughs> pet, pet, pet go where the pets go
2: $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com.
1: That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco. Where the pets go. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Werber from Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio, and we want to hear from you. Listen in, we're on every Thursday, 1 o'clock Pacific time, 4 o'clock Eastern time, here on petliferadio.com. We are here for you, we're trying to make life with your pets even better. I know it's hard to believe that can it even be better than it is, and hopefully it's
2: fantastic
1: already. The goal here is to answer your questions, help you out with your problems, anything you really wanted to know, but maybe you're afraid to ask your veterinarian, or maybe it was just too expensive to go to your veterinarian just to ask a few simple things. So that's what you got me for here at Pet Life Radio. Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. Call in. We'll see you here on
2: Thursdays. Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. com With this hour's Talking Pets news from the USA today, live from the ranch. Here's your host, John Patch.
3: In Sudonia, Arizona, University of Arizona researcher Emily Corey has installed a puzzle box in hopes of occupying the ravens that are causing trouble at the Red Rock Ranger Station. To get a food reward, the birds will have to open a latch on the box. The birds have ripped out wiper blades and weather stripping from U.S. Forest Service and employee vehicles. Dr. Lisa?
4: From Tucson, Arizona, Tucson's Reed Park Zoo has four new lion cubs. All four cubs are gaining weight, but the staff remains concerned concerned about one male who has slow weight gain and appears weaker than the others. The litter was born to lions Kea and Shambay. It's their second litter. Congratulations, Kaya and Shambe.
1: From Columbus, Georgia, amid concerns that wild hogs are encroaching on residential neighborhoods, the city is hiring a company to capture them. The Columbus Ledger Inquirer reported that the city has contracted with Jaeger Pro, a local hog trapping and hunting company. John?
3: names Iowa, a clinic at Iowa State University is working to help injured wildlife animals. The wildlife care clinic at the school's Lloyd Veterinary Medical Center takes in injured animals and helps them get well enough for release, according to the Des Moines Register.
1: Dr.
4: And from here in Tampa, Florida, the Lowry Park Zoo is asking the City Council to help borrow up to $6.5 million for upgrades that include a new veterinary hospital and a feeding center. The City Council plans to take up the matter on Thursday.
1: Dr. Vince? From Botano, North Dakota. I hope I pronounced that right. An investigation into the death of a miniature pony concluded it was an accident. The county sheriff's department and Stockman's associations investigated what appeared to be an intentional dragging death in September. The three young people who hit the horse with their vehicle didn't report it because they didn't want to get into trouble. John. In Honolulu,
3: Hawaii, the Coast Guard is reminding the public to maintain a safe distance from humpback whales that are migrating to the Hawaiian Islands. Humpback whale season is generally from November to May. The peak of the season occurs during January and March. Once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch.
4: I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi.
1: I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi.
3: Pick up the phone and give us a call at 877-807-4048. That's 877-807-4048. Don't forget, you can always watch us on the webcam at TalkinPets.com. Just click on Watch Live. And also join us on Facebook and Twitter. That is at TalkinPets.com. T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com. Pick up the phone and give us a call. We're speaking with David Fry, the voice of Westminster. This is Talkin' Pets.
0: About Start spreading the news. I am leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. These vagabond the shoes, they are longing to stray right through the. Bed.
3: Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch.
4: I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi.
1: I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. The number
3: to call is 877-807-4048. Don't forget, Westminster is televised since 1948. And uh, will once again be America's most widely watched live telecast of a dog show. You can watch it on Monday and Tuesday night, February 10th and 11th. That is Monday night on CNBC and Tuesday nights from 8 to 11 on USA Networks. Right now we're speaking with David Fry, the voice of Westminster. And of course, you'll all see him on TV because he'll be doing all the coverage there for Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. And um, who are you co-hosting with uh, this year, David?
0: Well, this year, Mary Carrillo, my my host for the last four years, is off in Russia at the Winter Olympics during the Dog Show this year. So filling in for her is going to be Erica Hill, who is the co-host of the Weekend Today Show on NBC. And I'm looking forward to working with Erica. And Alicia Quarles from the E! Network is going to be our floor reporter. So new team for people to see, and uh, except for this old guy, and uh, we're looking forward to having fun with it, as always.
3: You know, what's interesting, when people watch the Westminster Kennel Club dog show, they see when each of the breeds come out and all, they see this judge come out on the floor, and they not might not necessarily know, how does someone become a judge? I mean, who is that person, and what are they all about? And what are they looking for when they're feeling the dog up on the top and the bottom?
0: <laughs> well a certain stature in the dog world that comes with, with uh, judging at Westminster and, and that is necessary, really, to come there. We need to know that, that somebody who knows the sport and knows the breeds that we're asking them to judge to do the job that they're doing, if it's for a group or best in show. So uh, so that's critical. But when they're in there, they've got to have, of course, knowledge of, of the breed they're judging. They have to know the standards for each of those breeds If they're judging the group. When we see them at night on television, You know, they could have as many as 31 dogs in their their group. So, 31 different breeds in their group. So, they have to really understand what what, uh, each breed is all about. They have to know the standard, which is the written description of the ideal specimen of that breed. And they have to be able to imagine the dog doing the job that they were bred to do because they really don't get to see it in the show ring. (laughs) And they also... Excuse me. And they also... they also are the only ones there to get to put their hands on the dog and look inside the mouth and feel underneath the coat and all of those kinds of things too. So we all judge from outside the ring and we say, "Geez, I really like this other one. Why didn't the judge put up that one?" Um, well, the answer is they're judging them on the day. Like a lot of other athletes, some dogs may have a better day uh, under the judge at Westminster than they than they've had than other dogs are having. So that's important in our sports that. That uh, different judges are going to like different different dogs. It's a subjective subjective thing. Are judging, and that's what keeps us going.
3: Well, it's a great show. You know, I've been covering it I think since the early '90s, and um, and I'm looking forward again to this year out there in New York City at Madison Square Garden, and all. And people can check well, out the benching and everything else too, right?
0: That's right. I this in this great new facility, two over 200,000 square feet, but a lot of it is benching space, which uh, the general public can get up close and personal with. With the with the competitors, I mean, you can't go backstage and and hug and hug, uh, hug uh, Amari Stoudemire here for the Knicks, any of those other great basketball players. You see, you can do that at the dog show. You can get back and pet the dogs. You can talk to the owners and the breeders and the handlers of those dogs and find out about them. These are people that have dedicated their lives to to their breeds and dogs in general. That making sure that they're healthy and happy. And as they breed the next generation of dogs, they're not just breeding them to be show dogs, they're breeding them to be a great family pets. Because as we all know, the real best in show dog, after all, is the one that's sitting next to you on the couch at home. So we mm, want you to join us in this great celebration of dogs in our lives and, and think about the things that, that the people that are involved in our sport have dedicated their lives to. So we're, we're excited to share that with the world.
3: And David, if people want to go to the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show um, in the evenings for the uh, for the events on Monday and Tuesday night, or if they want to go see or you know the agility trials, where's where do they get tickets?
0: Well, the best place to go because we've got a couple of different outlets and cover a couple of different ways to do it. The best place to go is to our website at uh, WestminsterKennelClub.org, and there's ticket information on there, and we it, we can help you put together whatever package you want to have, whether agility, whether it's the whole thing, whether it's uh, just agility, or whether it's just the the confirmation show, we can help put that together for you. So, go to the website, org and uh, come to the dog show. I can't tell you how many people call me and say, I'm coming to the dog show. I'm very excited. It's been on my bucket list, or I'm bringing my wife. It's our anniversary. Um, I've always wanted to come to this show. So, um, it really is a great adventure to come to New York City and see all these great dogs and be able to be a tourist at the same time and, and uh, do all the New York City things as well. So come join us. We have a great time.
3: Sounds good, and we'll be there, of course, but if you want to find out more information, it's WestminsterKennelClub.org, and if you're out there for the whole weekend and uh, for Westminster on Monday and Tuesday nights, of course, and you're going to the agility trials or the show in the evenings, come see us Saturday night. We're going to be broadcasting live from Hotel Penn for Talking Pets, so you can stop by and say that you listened to the program. We had a number of people stop by last year, so we look forward to you guys coming up this year. But David Fry, as always, a great pleasure talking with you, a very dear friend, and we look forward to seeing you in February for the event.
0: Thank you, John. Thank you, Dr. Lisa, Dr. Vince, and Bob. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys, Bob and John. We'll look forward to seeing you guys in New York. Travel safe, and uh, thanks for coming up. Thanks for your support of the show and our event. Thanks Happy for New Year, and give our best to the family and, of course, your dogs. We will. I'm, I'm, they're sitting on either side of me right now, and, and I'll give them each pat and a hug for you guys, and we'll look forward to seeing you soon.
3: Take care, David. All right.
0: Good night, guys.
4: Sure. tonight that's,
3: that's Mr. David Fry, the voice of the Westminster uh, show, and uh, you can check him out, of course, on Monday night from 8 to 11 on CNBC. It'll be broadcast on February 10th and February 11th on USA Networks. That's Tuesday night, live from Madison Square Garden. The evening's there from 8 to 11, the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. And this is the uh, 138th show, so check it out that Monday and Tuesday night. And if you're in New York, you definitely want to see it in person, so make sure you get your tickets. And of course, you
1: can also go check out the uh, first ever Agility Trials. Pretty cool. I'm intrigued by all the new uh, uh, all the different breeds. I'm wondering if David, you know, has some pull. Maybe he can have our dog declared the the <laughs> a She's the Florida alien mutation from outer space
3: dog, and maybe she could become a new breed. You should have asked him that. I should have.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah.
3: You know what? It's funny because it makes me wonder, like, what classifies a dog as a new breed, though? Yeah. Like, he was talking about that, that Portuguese one.
4: And I wonder when they're going to have the uh, American Staffordshire Terrier, the... Pitbull to ter- you know, the pit terrier designated as a AKC breed, if they will ever do that.
3: I, I think the it's I think it's a capital I, capital F. <laughs> 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 we'll see on that one but, but
4: i'm gonna make sure to watch the show this year because it's it's so entertaining well
3: it's funny because you it's can really see us there because uh david always sets us up at the uh, tables there on the floor yeah. that's where we do i mean i'm running around you know and we're
4: gonna have to make sure we we're watch taking it pictures
3: that, and, that and yeah, yeah we're always doing something bobby's doing what he's doing right now sitting in front of the computer the whole time and so but we're down there covering the, the some whole event
4: beautiful beautiful dogs there. gorgeous
3: absolutely gorgeous and you should see how well they're pampered Okay, oh, yeah, I know. I mean, we walk in the back and they're they're all getting like their hair blown with the blow dryers and they're patted down and they're giving their little treats and their nails are being trimmed and it's yeah, it's like I can put up with that.
2: And pretty impressive, if you download the Westminster Kennel Club app, you can actually stream the judging that goes on during the day down at the pier. So if you want to watch mm. it on your phone, tablet, computer, which is uh, pretty cool.
3: Which is interesting, because at the benching, and that's what you're talking about, yeah. um, all these breeds are brought in, and all the different groups and stuff. And, and then, of course, from all those
2: dogs, they So pick. that's where
4: they narrow down yeah. all of the rat terrier, all those 20 rat terriers to one rat terrier one that rat will terrier. compete in the terrier group. Right. Oh,
2: and it's probably way more than 20.
4: Well, he said, it's, it's, he said um, the Rat Terriers are a new, oh, okay. yeah, new rat- breed, oh, okay. and he said there were 20 Rat Terriers. And the
3: Portuguese Padengo Piquinho. There were four of them. No, eight. There's eight there, and there's four of the Chinooks, uh, the working group. Um, and then there's, you were right, there's 20 of the Rat Terriers. So, yeah. I mean, unless you think unless about how many only,
4: Labrador Retrievers, oh
1: yeah,
3: tons. they're going to have
4: to narrow it yeah. down to or Golden Retrievers.
1: Well, now for the agility portion, apparently he said that uh, the these don't mixed have to breeds. Be mixed breeds.
3: Okay. Right.
4: that's very cool. I yeah. think that's cool too because yeah.
1: they're trying to introduce you know
3: not only little well, pure because well, mixed
4: breeds can be agile.
3: Right, right.
4: Not our particular dog, but other <laughs> other
1: mixed yeah.
4: breeds.
1: Our dog would fall down.
4: Mm. She, she doesn't make it over the curb. <laughs> <She has> a, <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's interesting
3: because I'm looking at um, some of like the amount of dogs that are entered in, in each one of each. Group
4: I wonder to, what the biggest group is. Like, which group has the most individual dogs competing for number one dog in that of that breed? I bet it's something like a golden retriever or a Labrador well, retriever. French
3: bulldogs. There's 52 of those. Um, I'm look, trying to look at some real big numbers actually, and that's one of the <laughs> biggest numbers there is. The French, uh, French Bu- bulldogs. Frenchies? Yeah, it looks mm-hmm. like. Um, how, about, how
4: about in the retriever group?
3: And.
4: Trying to see, actually.
3: There's um, boxers, there's 20. Little Mastiffs, 21.
2: Talk pets.
0: Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetlifeRadio.com.
2: New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio has big plans to terminate one of the longest-running traditions in the city. With the Talking Pets, new Brief, I'm Bob Page. Earlier this week, de Blasio announced that during his first week in office, he plans to follow up on election promise to ban Central Park's horse-drawn carriage rides. De Blasio, who took office on January 1, alleges the industry is a form of animal cruelty. For years, animal rights advocates have targeted Midtown Manhattan's horse-drawn carriage rides, which date back to 1858, saying the practice is inhumane and that horses are overworked and not meant to be part of the city's traffic. However, horse carriage drivers are refuting the animal abuse claims, saying that the horses receive adequate rest time throughout the year and lead great lives. If the ban is approved by the city council, the mayor's office plans to replace the carriages with electric vintage cars will be run by the same horse-drawn carriage drivers. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Bob Page.
1: Yeah, yeah, the horse-drawn carriage Let the horse drag you all around Sit in the carriage with your friends Tell the driver to tell the horses To drag the carriage, isn't it so great? It's so old-fashioned and so much fun Sit in the carriage horses drag the carriage to where you want to go
3: yeah, yeah. and once again you're listening to talking pets i'm john patch i'm
4: dr lisa Santonzi. i'm
1: dr vince Santonzi.
3: you know i gotta tell you a story i mean years ago and this is like many many years ago probably when i like right around the time i think when i first started doing the show which was 20 some years ago and um 24 25 years ago and um oh by the way i do want to mention before i get into the story um a shout out and um Bobby, I don't know if you knew this or not, but a big shout-out to uh, a newer affiliate of ours out there, a new station, WKVL in Knoxville, Tennessee. Welcome, guys. Carrying all, all hours of the program, so uh, thanks, and hey, I hope Knoxville. you enjoy it. And call us, Knoxville. Yeah. And one of my best friends lives in Knoxville, my friend Martin, so i got to let him know he can listen to the show
1: now. I love Tennessee.
3: So, um, yeah. Great state. I want to go to Nashville so bad. Oh, yeah. We're carrying to Nashville, Murfreesboro, um, WGNS, Bart Walker and the gang, so... Uh, Big shout-out to you guys as well. But anyway, back to the story of what I was saying. Um, Twenty-some years ago, about the horse carriages thing, the Bob, story that Bobby just did, I had the opportunity to meet up with and speak with um, Alec Baldwin and uh, Kim Basinger. That was when they were married.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And um, are you tipping?
4: No, I was just pulling the microphone closer.
3: And then, um, and then um, <laughs> okay, Right. So anyway, I got the opportunity to meet with them. And then um, it was weird because, you know, you see in the news all the stories about Alec Baldwin and that he can be very abrupt and very... Has a temper. Yes. That's
4: what I've heard. Allegedly. Allegedly.
3: Apparently he had one back then, too. Because Kim was so nice, he was not. (laughs) But uh, Kim was against carriage horses in New York City, which I'm curious to know what you guys think. Um, Because... Every year we're out there for Westminster, and every year, Bobby, Amanda, and I, and whoever else is with us usually end up in Central Park or walking around and,
1: you know, doing a whole little sightseeing just thing. Just don't, don't feed them beanerino.
3: It's just... It just
1: <sighs> nice. Um, the the but, Seinfeld episode where Kramer fed the horse you yeah, know he,
3: he farted. <laughs> um, but it's just... Um, I'm not big on it. I don't mind the carriage horses in Central Park. I mean, I know there's cars in Central Park as well, but I don't mind it as much if they're doing the Central Park thing. Or around Central Park, mm-hmm. but when I see them on the main streets on Sixth Avenue or wherever, or Seventh Avenue, Eighth Avenue, and going down all the way towards the village or yeah, Chelsea or whatever, I don't really
4: think that they should be in the same traffic as cars. No. I, and that's because that's, that's gotta be dangerous for the horse argument. and for the driver. Right. So
1: do they really live good lives outside of?
3: I don't. Beale? I don't know
4: enough about that. I, uh, yeah,
1: I've heard no, but
3: then again, like Dr. Lisa just said, I'm not really sure because I haven't been to their stables, and I'd love to be invited sometimes. All
2: you really have to do is go hang around there for fifteen. 20 minutes and just see them waiting and then a bus pull up and choking out black smoke in their faces. It's pretty rough. I mean, They, they could be living a better life someplace else. On a pasture. And, in and the it's country. and it's not like these guys are going to lose their jobs. They're but you know what's get, weird, though? They're going to get to drive cars. It's, it's funny because as so. soon as you
3: said that, they could be living a better life. And that is true because I had the conversation about other animals and that same thing that you're saying right now. But they could also be having a worse life. They could, oh, true. They could be glue um, or, you know, end and up the, and in some foreign the question, country for meat. If and, they
4: outlaw this in New York City, what's going to happen to those horses? Yeah,
2: they're just going to get taken someplace else where they still do that. Right. Right.
4: Or are they gonna? Will some rescue group, some rescue horse farm, take them? Offer to take them in? I wonder how many there are.
3: Got to be a There's lot. a lot. Um, they really and, and like Bobby said, it is sad when you when you go up to them. I mean, they're beautiful horses, heart. but when you see them standing there in the cold and
4: yeah, you know. I don't think they belong in New York City with with traffic. Would yeah, to me,
2: it's very similar. Not just New York, elephants and circuses. Yeah, it's, yeah, we don't need it anymore. Right. Right.
4: Right. Yeah, I I, I think I, I'm going but, with Bobby.
3: But I think the thing, though, is that if they're going to keep it in New York City, because um, some people do love a carriage ride in New York City, keep it in the park. I mean, don't let it outside of the park. I mean, like I said, there are vehicles in the park, but there are times that the vehicle traffic, I think, isn't it diverted and stuff, Bobby, too, I think, in certain areas and stuff? But, yeah. So there are areas where they could still have carriage rides and still show people the city and show them Central Park. You know, if there's no cars around and these horses were taking people to show them the the park, the park itself? I mean, I love it would be mayor, a nice ride.
2: I love the mayor's new idea, though, of the electric cars, but they're old-fashioned antique cars. And a lot of those have open back seats, so it's mm. not much difference than a carriage yeah, ride. Yeah, that's
1: really
4: cool.
2: And and the carriage drivers are all going to keep their jobs. So, I mean, it's just, it's just something different.
4: Yeah, I think I mean, it's time to enter the 21st century yeah. when it comes to treating animals.
2: It's not like he you said, you're all out of gigs and move along, go work at McDonald's. You know, he had a backup plan, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Are
3: you picking on McDonald's?
2: N- no, not at all. <laughs> but but I mean, I'm just kidding. You know,
3: because <laughs> uh, they do have good fries.
2: Yeah, I mean, at least they have jobs. Good for them.
3: Yeah, no, true.
2: What are you saying? <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying some people don't. What are you saying? <laughs>
4: Yeah, the the only concern I have is what's going to happen to the horses if if this is outlawed and hopefully the mayor also has a backup plan for the horses.
3: Well, that's the whole thing is you got to look at the big picture. And I think you can't just point your finger and say this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to make this decision because you got to look at the roundabout picture. What's going like you're saying? What's going to happen to those horses? What's going to happen to the people jobs like Bobby's saying? And you know, and and again, I mean it's you know, carriage horses have been in New York City since way back when. But if there's a certain way that they can keep them there, but keep them out of traffic and away from that, and they are tr- treated well, um, you know, that's, I think, people need to look at the whole big picture of everything. You know, I don't like circuses, and I, I probably never will, but um, carriage horses, yeah, I'd rather see them taken away than kept. But if they can keep them under good good conditions and treat the animals well, then, you know, maybe it's something to consider. But keep them off the streets in New York City, because they don't belong there. It's pathetic. Once again, thanks for joining us here in this hour of Talking Pets, Spaying New to Your Pets and Help Control the Pet Population. From myself, John Patch.
4: Dr. Lisa Santonzi.
3: Dr. Vince Santonzi. Bob Page. We say thanks for joining us and a big thanks to Justin, our producer at Genesis Communications Network. And don't forget, uh, check us out at TalkinPets.com, T A L K I N Pets.com, and join us on Facebook and Twitter. And if you have an opinion, you can Facebook it or Twitter right now.
0: Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.